Well, hey, Mayor. Hi, Erin. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Have and... you been watching a lot of TV? <laughs> yes, you know I have. I told you. I told you that I really want to talk with you about what a fan, what a freaking fan I am being right now with uh, Ted Lasso. Yeah. And, and you have revealed <laughs> that you too have discovered Ted. And so I want to just be a real freaking fan and, and, and talk about how much I love that show and why, and why oh, that'd be great. Matter, and why it's a mastery thing. It's a mm. self mastery show. Don't you oh, think that's, I want to hear your perspective on that. Yeah. I'm aware of that show. I don't currently have Apple TV, so I've only seen it when I've been in other places. Mm -hmm. How and, many episodes did you get in? Oh, I've only seen about three or four episodes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know the whole world went crazy over Ted Lasso a couple of years ago, Mary, but here we are. <laughs> really? That's what it came out. Oh, I'm embarrassed. Okay. No, don't be embarrassed. Here am I feeling like, wow, it's a phenom. It's happening now. <laughs> no, Mary. It's He's here. a big deal. The, uh, yeah. the actor who plays Ted Lasso is a big darn deal. He was just on Saturday Night Live recently. And I guess oh, their yeah. season two just came out. And, but uh, I, it, it got on my radar um, with my son because he likes to watch all sorts of things on TV and film. And I will ask him, oh, he'll tell me about something he's really into. And then he'll go, oh, but it's, it's not something you can watch because he knows kind of my boundaries, you know, if it's right, too right. gruesome, if it's too scary, yeah. if it's too My violent. daughter does that for me too. Oh, mom, you yeah. can't watch that. It's too dark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't raise you to watch dark stuff all the time. I say to my daughter, <laughs> she's fine. She's just fine. She's just, yeah, I'm kind ahead. of amazed at people who could do it, but I, so my son a while back was like, oh, oh, this show, Ted Lasso, he, he had seen it. I hadn't seen it. He wanted to tell me about it. And he, the way he described it was persistent goodwill. Ah, yes. And right? he really liked that. And I, so when I did get to see an episode, I, I understood what he was talking about. And I thought, oh, this is great. So I want to hear your, so you just discovered it last week. I want to hear how, <laughs> yes. what you thought, what, how you came to it and how you relate well, to self-mastery. Well, I, discovered, I discovered it on vacation with my group. We went to Florida and for a week and did sand sculptures and eating and storytelling and laughing. And, oh, by the way, we did all of this without a drop of alcohol. It's, oh, it's, wow. it's we have more, we have the most fun of, of any group I've ever known. I mean, laughing to the point of passing out without the help of uh, alcohol. Anyway, <laughs> so so one of us had recently discovered Ted Lasso and was excited to share it and the, the guy whose house we were in. And so we started watching and we got immediately hooked. The eight of us immediately got hooked. And it was, you know, getting later and later and later. We were going episode, 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 episode. We'd stop at the next one. It's one in the morning and we look around and go come on, let's do another one. We'd put it on. And so we, we binged it. We binged all of season one and season two. And uh, I, I am so, even though it's, it's, you're telling me this is two years old and this is funny. Well, even no, though, it's not two years. It's it, the first episode was on August 14th, 2020. It's about, okay. a, I'm just going to give a little synopsis here. All right. A small time 
American football coach Ted Lasso is hired to coach a professional football club in England, despite having no experience coaching football, soccer, soccer. Yeah. And Jason Sudeikis, Sudeikis, I don't know why I can't say his name. He's just such a big darn deal. Jason. Yeah. 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 But okay. So that's, that's the show. So you, you're some, one of your friends discovered it and said, you got to watch this. And so what did you think? Uh, Well, I I loved the character because he really is embodying persistent goodwill, Mm. like your son said. And I would also say unconditional love and forgiveness on steroids. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's, he's constantly forgiving the, the brashness and bulliness and stupidity and cruelty of people around him and being unstoppable in his Mm -hmm. own positive goals and being unstoppable in his um, insistence on everyone's goodness and everyone's Mm. potential and, and even, and, and not, not taking things personally. I mean, everyone's shouting names at him and he's just kind of ignoring it and going on with his goals with goodwill for all. And Mm -hmm. eventually he wins the whole world over because they can't really bum him out, you know? And it's, uh, it's just what I like about it. The best Aaron is I think we have gotten some, we've gotten used to the idea that good drama and good comedy has some kind of snarky, uh, some sort of snarky whippy thing in it. And what this show does is it's, it's really funny and it's really fast and it's really uh, clever and it's not mean. It doesn't have a mean bone in its body. It's, it just keeps being really good hearted and funny. And I, I'm happy to know that in, in American television land, a show can be really successful without uh, having to have a, like a dark side, you know, an undertow of, yeah, of cynicism. yeah. I, I so, would say I'm so over cynicism, Erin. Well, I think cynicism is overrated. I, I think it's small, but I think, <laughs> I think the darkness, there is darkness and, and bad behavior that's thrown at Ted Lasso, but he, so you get to see in real time during the show, how he handles it. Right. And, and he just, he, he lets it just bounce, bounce off of him. He steps aside or he meets it with love Mm -hmm. or he deflects it with something disarming and gets Mm -hmm. back to the point at hand, you Mm -hmm. know, back to the goal, the real goal. He just, he doesn't give it. It's kind of like, he just doesn't give it energy. He won't give, right. Right. He won't give the snarkiness, the meanness, the cruelty, the uh, egotism. He won't give it energy, but he keeps uh, on target with his goals, which seem to be number one, uh, everyone is treated uh, kindly and respectfully and encouraged to do their best. Yeah. 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 And so, and he's a coach. And so this is him doing his job and him, you know, the whole premise of the show is, well, he doesn't know anything about football slash soccer. He knows about American football, but, um, it's and in so the middle of a crisis moment, he could run up to the referees and go, wait a minute, why is it like that? I don't understand. <laughs> and, he, and he really just really didn't understand because he's American. <laughs> you know, wait a minute, I don't understand. No, just explain it to me. Th- please, thank you. I don't understand. 
and then, you know, for a coach to not understand <laughs> the rules of soccer and be out there going, explain this to me. I don't understand. And, and yeah. be unashamed, unabashed, you know, like, I wish I could do that in, in situations where I felt like I should know everything. Well, and so the premise, so we don't want to spoil it, but the premise that is in the first episode is that the woman who owns the team got it in a messy, messy divorce. And it's the, her, her ex-husband, he was terrible to her. He cheated on her. And um, so it's an act of revenge that he loved this football club that had been in, you know, his family for a hundred years and she's going to ruin it. She's going she, to bring it hiring this clown, <laughs> hiring this fool from America yeah. to like mm-hmm. mess up his, his team. And yeah. Then, yeah. 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 So he, and, and you just said, you brought this up. He is the, he is the fool in some ways, but he talk is. about that as a, an archetype. What is the fool? Right. I love the fool. Um, I, I read tarot cards um, for myself and others at times. And the fool is the best card in the whole mythological deck it's um it's uh, the number zero and the the um idea of infinity and and innocence and friendliness and stepping off into the unknown with great trust Mm. and that and so the fool archetype is is the character that is willing to just step out there and trust trust people trust the world trust themselves even though in the tarot card, he's stepping off a cliff. <laughs> he's about to go over a cliff, but you know what? It's going to be okay. It's going to yeah. be okay. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> and whenever you get that, the fool card in, in the tarot reading, you um, it's auspicious. It's lucky. It's like, oh, you know what? Just, just go for it. It's going to be lucky. It's going to be blessed. It's going to be, you know, your optimism is going to carry you along and it's going to open up new doors and, and new stories. And it's just very fresh. And yeah. that's, that's a lot of what his, his character is, is carrying is this yeah, fresh, and I, foolish trust in everybody. Right. Which just seems, it seems naive. It seems like, well, that wouldn't work, you know? And that's when, when my son was telling me about this and he, he had identified another movie where he saw it too. And he's like, it's kind of a superpower, this persistence persistent goodwill, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I said, well, yes, it is. And I can get to that sort of intellectually, Mary, if I'm reading spiritual material or, you know, sort of like, oh, this is, you know, live your best life kind of stuff. But when you actually decide to put it into practice and see how it might change your experience to go, okay, I'm going to have persistent goodwill here. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to take, I mean, Ted Lasso is a great example because I'm not going to take what somebody throws at me, whether they're having, you know, a tantrum or a shame storm or whatever. I'm not going to take that into my being I'm, and have it tell me who I am. It's right. like, nope, I, whatever that person's doing, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to take that and in. I'm not going to write them off forever. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to know that, uh, as he says at one point later, to his boss, who's being, you know, really <laughs> manipulative and awful. He says, you know, oh, wait, I, I can't tell you it's a spoiler. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> you, you didn't get there. You didn't get there. No, wait, I can tell you this part. No, he's, he says divorce is hard. It's kind of like, you know, he didn't say, oh, my God, how could you have it? He just said, you know, divorce is hard. Yeah. He knew she was going through a divorce and, and you know, he was too. 
So it's kind of like when that woman slammed the window in front of me by my hairdressers. And I Mm -hmm. said out loud to the hairdresser, whoa, some people are not doing that well in this pandemic. It's hard. (laughs) He he just pulled up, he pulls up compassion. And yeah, I would say compassion. And I would say he stays tuned into their humanity. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't decide that they're a monster or they're, you know, evil incarnate, or he he stays tuned into their humanity and something must be going on for them that is giving them trouble. Right. And he doesn't close the door forever. Yeah. Steps back, steps away. And at the right moment, he steps in again Mm -hmm. and says something kind or something inclusive or something caring. And and he's encouraging. And that's his role as a coach. He's encouraging. So I just... I think that's great. I think it's a great lesson. Um, and uh, when we were when we were on our trip, we got to my husband Matt got to see it too, and <laughs> it was so perfect because he he said to me, he goes, "We got to get Apple TV," and I was like, "Score <laughs> yet another premium service!" Woo! You know? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> he said yes. <laughs> well, this is worth it. It's like medicine. Yeah, you know, it really is like medicine. And I think it uh, it was really fun to binge television with my spiritual circle mm-hmm. and know that we were watching somebody demonstrate the things we've been studying and hoping for in mm-hmm. ourselves all these years, you know, studying a master, someone who's being a master of yeah. unconditional love and forgiveness and intention, you know, all of those things. So that was that was just uh super fun. That's great. Yeah. I'm glad you had that experience and I'm glad like you, I'm glad there are shows that, that bring that. And I would say, bring that element of redemption. You know, that's really what I want. I want redemption in my stories (laughs) and medicine, medicine. We need medicine in this society. Yeah. The society is so full of hostility that, uh, to have a show in which someone is really being the fool. Mm-hmm. Uh, in unstoppable goodwill that's <laughs> persistent goodwill that's that is that is a homeopathic rem- remedy <laughs> for for what ails us I, I hope that it inspires more art that is um uh healing like that mm. yeah i hope so too well cool yeah. well thanks for talking about that mary this was really fun yeah let me know how you like the rest of the episodes okay yeah <laughs> sounds good <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk again soon. Bye. Bye.